today is, I almost forgot what the day was. Today's Monday. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and I was about to say October. Wow. All right. Let me go ahead and just start that right on over. Today is Monday, November the 2nd. <laughs> and I am your host, KC Phoenix. Oh boy. For those who are listening to the podcast, I'm sipping my hibiscus tea. This might become a regular thing. Um, let me get social media out the way. KIRWKC.com, main podcasting platform. KIRWKC on Instagram, on Twitter. Facebook.com forward slash KIRWKC. If you're watching this on YouTube or Daily Motion, don't forget to hit the subscribe button followed by the notification bell for YouTube. That way you will know when I upload new videos. Okay. Today has been interesting. I don't even know how long this is going to be. I don't think it's going to be that long, but it could end up being long. It just depends on uh, what my mood is for this. But, yeah, uh, I want to tell you, and this is just a little side story. So I had told you about my shoes, which they should arrive tomorrow, which I was tempted to just go over to FedEx and get them today because FedEx isn't far from me. And... They, it already said they arrived there. And usually one thing I love about FedEx is they'll just let you come pick it up if it's there. But then I was just like, eh, I'm already taking tomorrow off work, so I'll be here. So I'll just like, I'll just wait. And that's what I'll do. Um, but anyways, outside of that, I was on the Neiman Marcus website again. Because I was like, oh, well, I got those shoes. I had seen some other shoes that I liked. Let me go ahead and see um, if they have any sales going on. Because you, if you know me, I, you know I don't like paying full price for anything. And that's straight up. It's rare that I'll pay for. There's only... Out of all the things I've bought from Neiman Marcus, there's only maybe one... One piece of clothing that I've paid full price for. And that's because it's a Robert Graham shirt. And I think I told you guys about it before. And there might even be a picture of it on my Instagram, I think. Or actually, no, there's two. There were two shirts I paid full price for. And that was because I was head over heels. For if it's something that I really, 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 really like, then I'll pay full price for it where I'm like, okay, it's worth it. But for the most part, I don't believe most designer stuff is not worth the full price. That's just my opinion. So it's only two things, two shirts, two Robert Graham shirts. But other than that, everything else got it on sale. But anyways, I was checking the website to see what other sales were going on. And everything I was finding for sale, none of it was in my size for shoes. Because I was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and just see some other shoes because it'd be nice to have some other dress shoes just to have them, you know. And every single one, it would, it would stop at either 11, it would stop at 11, 12, or 13. None were 14 or 15. Every single one I was checking, the boots, the loafers, the sneakers, 
all of them that I that I had an interest in. No 14s, no 15s. And I was just like, so I started thinking about the shoes that I bought that are currently sitting at FedEx, not far from me, to be delivered. And those shoes were the last pair on sale, period. Meaning there were no other sizes available for that, sh for that shoe except that size 14. And that was it. There were all the other size, sizes were sold out, and that's it. Because when I went to the website, it's not there anymore. The shoe isn't there anymore. So, and and was on sale because I, like I said, it has to be on sale, preferably. And I just thought about that because I had claimed that shoe almost a year ago, and I had already told the story about this, where it was on my mind, and. I, but it wasn't a priority for me to purchase the shoe. But the shoe has been on sale for a year because I told you when I went on to check, I wasn't expecting it to still be on sale because when I had originally seen it on sale, I was like, oh yeah, I want those. And then a year and some change later, I check and they're on sale. And I think I had thought about when I originally said when I first saw those, I'm going to get those shoes. But like I said at the time, it wasn't a priority. So after I ordered the shoes and then I was on the website today to see if there were any other shoes I might want to order. Because, um, by the way, for those who have American Express on the business side, they have a um, promo that you can add to your card where you get, I think it's like four times the points if you buy something from Neiman Marcus. So that was the other thing too. So yeah, so for those who have the MX business cards, you might want to add that if you shop at Neiman Marcus. Anyways, um, so I was going through the site and I I didn't have any luck. I, I was, and I looked at several. I'm not talking about one or two. I'm talking about close to 10 pairs of shoes that caught my eye that was on sale. And every time I pulled it up, even there was one pair that wasn't on sale. And I was like, oh, those are cute. You know what? I might pay them, pay the price. And not my size. I think it stopped at like size 12 or whatever. And I just got to thinking to that old saying, you know, what is truly for you? Nothing can stop what is truly for you. And I mentioned that before. Now, that doesn't mean that if you don't get something that, oh, well, it wasn't for me. I'm not saying take that type of attitude because I don't really. Eh. But I'm saying on the positive side of things, what is truly for you? If the universe is saying it's I don't care what weapons are formed against you. I don't care how many battles you will have to fight. I don't care what your resources are at the time. If I want you to have it, you will have it. That's what I, that's what I, that was the vibe I picked up from this whole looking online and everything else with looking at other shoes and how the other, the shoes that I ordered 
stayed available for me for a year in my size 14, which technically I, I do better with a 15, but I can get away with a 14, but these are minor details. So I was just like, it's amazing how all of that happened. And I was able to get these shoes and there was only one left. And now they're not on the site anymore because I bought the last pair. So yeah, what's for you is for you. But at the same time, if you don't get something, don't let that stop you. Where it's like, oh, it wasn't meant for me. Don't always take that attitude because I don't, I don't like that. Look on the other side of it is what I'm saying. But anyways, that's my little side note. Let me get into what I'm, I'm talking about for my daily thought. I got to take another sip of my tea. All right. So I did an episode back about maybe a month ago and some change, I guess, maybe, kind of, sort of, about dear parents, you don't know your children as well as you think you do. And that was me explaining. That might have been a podcast only episode. Now that I'm thinking about it. Huh. It might have been a podcast only episode. Could have been. But yeah, it was Dear Parents, You Don't Know Your Children or Your Child as Well as You Think You Do. And it was me talking about how throughout life, children have experiences that their parents will never know about. And a lot of parents have this belief that they know everything about their child or that they know when something is wrong or off or whatever, that they always know. And how, in my opinion, sometimes they can misread the signs because they don't know the other experiences that factor into whatever situation is going on because they don't they don't know about it. Kids don't parents, kids don't tell them everything. And, I'm, and when I say kids, I'm not talking about just like five, you know, five-year-old or eight-year-old or something like that. I'm just talking about in general, whether they're, you know, 15, 16, 17, 20, 30, 40, or whatever. Parents, kids don't always tell their parents everything. And because they don't, those experiences, those things that are going on, parents don't have always have all of the information to make the, the correct assumption. They can only go off of what they think. And as I was once told by a girl in school, what you think and what you know are two different things. Think twice before you speak. So I want to say for this, because of what I said before, that dear parents, you don't know your children, children as well as you may think you do. Parents should not be held responsible for the actions of their children. Because when people do things in life, those experiences come into play again. Hold on, I got to put some hand sanitizer because my, my left eyebrow, not eyebrow, eyelash is itching because I have long eyelashes because I get them from my dad's side of the family. But um, when 
experiences and things happen in life. You have to take that into account. And parents don't have any control over what happens in their child's life. They just don't. Nobody has any control of what happens in anyone's life. As much as people would like to believe that they have the ability to control things, nothing is ever truly in control except ourselves. The only thing we control is ourselves. And even then, there are limitations. So when stuff has happened over a child's life that are outside of a parent's control that have shaped that child in their mental makeup and how they deal with things in life, that's not on the parent. Now, I'm not talking about if you have a five-year-old that's running all around um, Target, knocking stuff over and, and throwing things and doing this and doing that that you shouldn't hold the parent responsible. I'm not talking about that. Obviously, that's different. What I'm talking about is, is that as someone grows up, they deal with things in life, whether they deal with things at school, whether they deal with things at work, whether they deal with things just on a, a regular interaction with the world. They're out at the mall or at... Um, the gym or a restaurant or whatever, things that happen on the job and, and so on and so forth. A parent doesn't have control over those interactions. In those interactions, every single interaction that an individual has plays a role on how they handle things when the next interaction happens which is something I'm going to be covering tomorrow because somebody said something that just made me sit back and was like, oh, hold on, I got to think about that. And it's about interactions. And I'll, I'll talk about that tomorrow because um, it's in the form of a question. But on this, let me stay on this so I don't get sidetracked. Mm. Because of those interactions and because a parent can't control those interactions. I'll give you an example. There might be something that happens with someone where they decide to go into the adult entertainment industry. And someone could say, oh my gosh, they that child didn't have any home training. What, what type of child did um, the parents raise? But th this is the thing. How do you know what happened to that individual throughout their growth in life? Something could have happened. There could have been an interaction where this individual may have felt that particular industry is not as taboo as some others might feel that it is based on interactions that they've had with other people. If someone grows up and uh, gets put in jail. They go to jail for whatever. Pick your poison. No one knows what interactions happened with that individual before they did the thing that led them to wind up in jail. 
yes, parents can make suggestions and be a guide for their children to say, hey, when you're approached with this situation, you might want to consider reacting this way, or you may want to do this, that way you don't end up in these type of situations, or you may want to do that, that way you'll have more options on the table and you're not forced into a situation that is uncomfortable. Yes, parents can and should do all of that stuff. However, it doesn't matter how much preparation a parent gives their child. A parent is can only do but so much. Life is a limitless encyclopedia. The information that a parent has is finite. So there's only but so much a parent can can give off to their child with things on how to navigate life. And there's only but so much a child growing up can absorb, whether they're preteen, teens, going into adulthood, and so on and so forth. There's only but so much people can absorb. And due to the situations in life, being infinite and the preparation being finite, being limited. You, you can't hold the parent accountable. They might, a parent might have taught their child everything from A to Z on how to prepare for something. But then that A to Z was in the English language. What about the Chinese language? What about Russian? What about French? What about this? What about that? That's what we call life. Where a child is like, okay, I know this. My parents, my mom taught me this. My dad taught me this. My mom taught me that. My dad taught me that. And they're as prepared as they believe they can be. But then they get hit with something out of left field that it's like, wait a second. My parents didn't mention this. And that's that new interaction. And then that goes into what I mentioned before about being battle tested and learning things. But what I'm talking about is because of things being out of a parent's control as to what they can protect their children from or how they can guide their children down a certain path, that being limited. A parent should not be held responsible for their child's actions because the interactions that happened between that point from when they were growing up to the thing that took them down whatever path they went down, the parent has no control. The parent can't control life. It's not possible, sadly. And I hate to say that because my belief is, is that most things are possible. I hate using impossible. I hate being in that mindset. However, I'm also a realist. And it's not possible for a parent to be the buffer of every single thing. To be the guide 
of every single thing that happens in their child's life because they don't know every single thing that happens in their child's life because they are not with their child 24-7. And their child does not always tell them every single thing that happens. So when I hear people pass judgment, and if you want to know how I feel about judgment, go back to the episode, Opinions versus Judging, or Judging versus Opinion, or whatever the hell it was called. And for those to pass judgment on parents when their child, when something happens with their child that is considered in a negative light, where they don't know what life situations happen between all of this stuff, even though the parent may have done their best to guide their child. That's where I get kind of, eh, hold on. So, and, th and that's the other reason I'm doing this because when I'm talking about, dear parents, you don't know your children as well as you think you do, from having an opinion like that, I can't have it both ways. Where, it, where I would have an opinion to say, oh, well, if this individual went this way in life, it was the parent's fault. I can't have that opinion and then also have the opinion saying, well, dear parents, you don't know your child as well as you think you do. Because it, it doesn't make sense. So that's what I'm talking about. So it also in the parent's defense, when things don't work out, when life happens the way it does to an individual, that parent should not be held responsible in my eyes. Now, if a parent leaves when someone is like five years old or whatever, and, and we, can, we can throw some of that stuff in there. But I've honestly, I've seen people do things that some may say are questionable. I've seen stuff happen to people from all types of backgrounds. I've seen stuff happen to people who are considered rich unquote, where they had everything. Everything was given to them on a platter. All they had to do was make good grades in school, da 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 and everything was given to them. And some of them, things turned out great, and some of them, things didn't turn out so great. Then you have the other part where nothing was really given to them. They had to work really, really hard. And sometimes things didn't turn out so great, and sometimes things turned out amazingly well. So, it's all about what life, the interactions, the situations, threw at them throughout the process. But one thing it does come down to is what I mentioned before. Well, two things. We're all individuals and we all have free will. So, when something is put before us, we, we decide what route we want to take. It's not a thing. Now, yes, you may have that little voice on your shoulder, whether it's your mother, your father, your grandmother, your grandfather, your auntie, your uncle, your cousin, or whoever on your shoulder saying, oh, you sure you want to do that or whatever? Yeah, you may always have that voice on the shoulder. However, you still have free will. And because everyone has free will, no one can be held responsible for someone's actions because even if 20 people tell you, hey, this is a bad idea, 
you still have the free will to go in that direction anyway. And if it is a bad idea, you'll find out after you went in that direction, even though 20 people told you and you ignored it and did what you wanted to do, that's on you because you have free will. It's not on your parent. It's not on your grandmother. It's not on your grandfather. It's not on your auntie, uncle, or whoever. So when things happen with children, I don't believe parents should always be held responsible. And I don't believe that people should judge parents and give them the side eye when the child of a parent makes a choice or finds themselves in a situation that is considered less than positive. And that's all I have for my daily thought. Anyways, KIRWKC.com, main podcasting platform, KIRWKC on Twitter, on Instagram, Facebook.com forward slash KIRWKC, swing by the page and give a like. I think we have like 500 likes on Facebook or something like that. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube or Daily Motion, don't forget to hit the subscribe button followed by the notification bell. And that is all I have for today. I'm looking forward to my daily thought tomorrow. I think you will enjoy it. For everyone who's been supporting the podcast and the show and listening, it means more to me than you'll ever know. Until next time, be blessed. <laughs>